It's like almost like a spider web that's woven around this world. As long as two of us are close, nobody will fall. I see the fact that I have sisters around me who will love me, who are there for me. So it doesn't matter where you are. As long as you're part of the family of God, you are the family of God. And he will dispatch us as angels on each other's behalf to support each other when we need it the most. But then again, gird us to be strengthened enough that we can go out and support others. On November 5th, across six continents of the world, She Loves Out Loud Global is gathering the women of the world to say, we are with you. We will share in the burdens and glories, tragedy and triumph, war and peace as we pray together. We will come to know these women as sisters, listen to their stories, love them, comfort, and encourage them. We will proclaim the grace that has been given freely and abundantly mm-hmm. to all of us. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, and today we are going to talk about this great event coming November 5th at Bellevue Baptist Church. It's really a global event, as I mentioned. She loves Out Loud Global because there's six continents around the world that will be joining in. And this is a pretty exciting time for women in the Mid-South to connect with a time of encouragement, a time of growth, being prayed for, praying for others. We're going to discover all about it with our guest. Donna Gaines is here with us. She texted me a couple weeks ago, I guess, Donna, and said, Hey, you got to learn about this event. Can we come talk about it? And yes, let's talk about it. You <laughs> thank you, Byron. Doing great, and thank you for having us. So you are uh, a very busy woman. Of course, your son, your your son. Well, your son's a pastor. <laughs> this is true. Your son is a pastor. <laughs> yes, but your husband Steve, of course, the pastor at Bellevue Baptist Church. You have a lot of responsibilities with that ministry, with a rise to read. I know right. you created that <laughs> ministry, founded it. Karen Vogelsing is doing a great job Absolutely. running it, but I know you still have your hands and involved with it. But you find time for this event. (laughs) Tell me about your relationship with Diane Strack, because that's really where this whole thing came together. Yes, it did. You know, Vonette Bright, she and her husband were the founders of Campus Crusade, was a mentor for Diane Strack. And just before she died, she really charged Diane with calling the women of our nation to prayer. And at the time, Diane thought, how in the world am I going to do this? And she began to pray about it. And the Lord told her it's time. So in January of, was it 19, that she contacted me and said, I need you to come to D.C. this next month. We went in February because I'm going to gather some women together. I want us to pray about how we can have a nationwide event. Well, we ended up having that nationwide event in February of 2020. Bellevue was one of the host churches, and we focused on various needs within the body of Christ. Our focus was racial reconciliation. And we saw the most diverse crowd at Bellevue that day than I think has ever assembled in Bellevue Sanctuary. And we were a part of the national She Loves Out Loud. Well, that was such a success, and so many women responded, and we heard so many stories of things that God did in the midst of all that, that the Lord wouldn't let us go. And so now we've expanded to She Loves Out Loud Global, and we are connecting with over a 1,000 churches on six continents. And I just showed you a picture of some women in Southeast Asia that gathered, and their big She Loves Out Loud banner was behind them as they're gathering to pray and prepare to join us as well. What a blessing to see that. I also want to say hi to our other guests in the studio today. 
Dr. Cynthia Mitchell is here. She serves in ministry at Christ Missionary Baptist Church alongside her husband. What else? You've got so much you're involved with. Yes, she does. <laughs> Dr. Mitchell. <laughs> well, I recently I was at Christian Brothers University as an adjunct professor as well as University of Memphis while working for our local school district and administration. And the Lord really called me to leave the district after being there 25 years. And now I'm a graduate director uh, and professor at Christian Brothers University in the Department of Education. And it's just a tremendous blessing to be in a place where God is allowing me to serve in ministry and work. One of the things I read about you, Dr. Mitchell, was that you love to assist in creating and developing opportunities Mm -hmm. for purposeful success for others. What does that look like? And what does that look like in the lives of the women you minister to? You know, it's case by case, situation by situation. It's helping a single mother understand how to navigate systems in order to provide for her her child. It's helping someone further their education so that they can be a beacon of uh, a positive support in their community. Uh, It's sharing the love of Jesus to let them know that they have a life beyond what they currently see. It's sharing faith in a way that helps us understand that we were created for more than we see and we don't have to settle for where we are just to know that God has so much for us. It's enveloped in Jeremiah 29 and 11 where it says, you know, I know the good plans we have and sharing what those plans are and helping women individuals look at what their life looks like, what their callings are, what their plans are, so they can understand that God has something uniquely for each of us. Yes, that's beautiful. I like that. Also, longtime friend Ellen Olford. Of course, she's the director of women's ministry at Central Church. Ellen's always good to see you. It's been a while since you've been in the studio, but good to have you back. It's great to be here. Thank you. You guys have knitted hearts together as friends, right? I yes. Mean, yes. This goes back a while. I mean, I guess it really takes back to when Priscilla Shire came and did the ladies' events where 10,000 women packed the right. Cook Convention Center for redemption. 2009. Was that when it was? It's been yeah. that long. Hard to believe. Was that, the, yes. was that the first time, Donna, that you and Ellen started knitting hearts? We did. I mean, it's interesting that Ellen and I go back to middle school, junior high. Do we you actually really? played basketball against each other. I was at Georgian Hills Junior High, and then I went to Skyview Baptist <laughs> Academy, and she was at ECS. We were we played. We didn't realize that we <laughs> played basketball <laughs> against each other until the Lord brought us to Memphis in '05, and we reconnected and realized that. But the moment I met Ellen and saw her heart for the city and for mm-hmm. the lost. God knit our hearts together. And not long after that, through A Rise to Read, we met Cynthia Mitchell. And she was the uh, director of community and family engagement for Shelby County Schools. And the moment we met, the Lord knit our hearts together. So we've pretty much all three been together (laughs) since then, (laughs) uh, ministering across the city. And anything one of us is involved in, the other two jump on. Absolutely. (laughs) Can can we go back to something I opened up with? And I know it's kind of a a very – heart-moving moment here, especially for the Mitchell home right now. I mentioned women gathering of the world to say, we are here with you. We will share the burdens, the glories, the tragedy, the triumph. Mm-hmm. When you walked in, y'all embraced each other. Yeah, I saw something taking place in this room that spoke into what you're saying about this conference. You're sharing each other's burdens. Yes. What is it like when you have other women like Donna and and Ellen to hug you, to say, I'm here for you, I'm here with you, I want to help you any way I can? It really says a lot. I think um, it means the world to be able to be able to reach into a sincere place with somebody you know that will partner with you to reach out to a loving God 
to remind you of all the things that you say to everyone else that you sometimes need to hear yourself. And so one thing I love about not just this relationship, but the relationships of the entire She Loves Out Loud team Mm -hmm. and some of the other women is the fact that no matter what you are going through, you are never alone. That's right. And when you're not alone, that means that you don't have to do everything. You don't have to think about everything. All the prayers are not your responsibility. Mm -hmm. There's a particular woman in She Loves Out Loud in the group. She sent me a a message on inbox, and her name Mm -hmm. is Ann, and she's in Armenia to show you how God's reach goes around the world. Mm -hmm. And it was in the middle of the night, and she said, I need for you to pray for me. I've seen you praying for other people on She Loves Out Loud. The government just came and got my son out of bed. And they're forcing him to go into the army, and I don't know what to do. Mm. And I said, we will pray. Mm. She would periodically send me messages in the middle of the night because they were on a different time zone and say, I heard from Mark. Mm. This is what he's saying. Let him, I said, let him know we're praying. Then she'll tell me, I haven't heard from him. I said, we're still praying. Mm-hmm. A couple of months ago, I got a message from her and said the prayers that worked. He's back home. Wow. I said, tell Mark we have been praying and we love him. Yes. The other situations, there was a, a young lady who has recently been delivered from being a victim of sex trafficking. I got a message from her yesterday mm-hmm. saying, thank you all for praying. I'm now writing a book so that I can help other women. She's in another part of the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. She loves out loud and sisters who pray for each other serve as an anchor of support where it is safe to be transparent, be honest, share how you feel. But at the same time, we point each other back to God as our mm-hmm. source of healing, our source of strength, our source of redemption. It's like almost like a spider web that's woven around this world. As long as two of us are close, nobody will fall. I see the fact that I have sisters around me who will love me, who are there for me. So it doesn't matter where you are. As long as you're part of the family of God, you are the family of God. And he will dispatch us as angels mm-hmm. on each other's behalf well, to support each other yes, when we need yes, it the most. Yes. But then again, gird us to be strengthened enough that we can go out and support others. Dr. Mitchell, I want our ladies listening right now to hear that because some of them feel like there's nobody there for me. Isn't that right, Donna? There's Absolutely. women that just are they're living in these routines. They're living in maybe a bad marriage or mm-hmm. their circumstances. They've lost their job or whatever's happening in their life right now. And they're broken. That's right. And they feel like nobody cares. But there are women who care about them. Absolutely. And I think about the women in Ukraine whose husbands are having you know, to serve in their military, and many of them have evacuated with their children. They've lost their homes and everything. And I think about women in nations where they're persecuted for being Christians, and yet we can come together and we get these requests because you can follow She Loves Out Loud on social media and you can send prayer requests. And there's a whole team of women mm-hmm. that join in and praying. And Byron, there's such incredible power in agreement as we come together and we pray in agreement. How exciting to get to see what God is doing literally around the world. Yes. And that's part of what November 5th. That Saturday from 9 to one thirty, it's being hosted by Bellevue, but it is being sponsored by many international ministries. One More Child, led by Jerry and Christy Haig, is an international ministry. All of their churches are joining with us. Um, Campus Crusade for Christ is one of our sponsors. Send Relief, the North American Mission Board and International Mission Board of the Southern Baptist Convention is one of our sponsors. And we have a lot of other partners who are coming alongside with us to help us provide a day where we can connect women around the world so that we can hear each other's stories. We're hearing from Carol Ward, the missionary in Uganda and South Sudan. She's actually one of our speakers and will be here. Yes. And then after she shares her story, which is phenomenal, um, when she was praying about where God would send her, she just prayed, Lord, send me where nobody else wants to go. Mm -hmm. And what God has done through this one woman 
is mind-boggling. So for our women to get to hear that and to know I may be only one, but the Lord can use me. Yes. And then as we come together and join forces, yes. <laughs> it's the exceeding abundantly beyond. <laughs> oh, you mentioned Carol Ward. Of course, she's been on this program yes. several yes. times. These are the kind of people that are connecting with this great event that's coming on November the 5th. When you talk about prayer, Donna, you mentioned these prayer gatherings locally going to different parts of the community, mm-hmm. different areas. Can yes. you say something about that? Ellen, you want to talk Ellen, about tell that? Us about that. Well, one of the places we're going to be soon is at Central Church on September the 28th at noon for a prayer time and a women's lunch to allow other women from this community to pray together as well as to know about the event. There are still churches that Donna and Cynthia and I are trying to reach and individuals throughout the city that we need each other. We need to gather together. And so that is just a free um, luncheon on September the 28th for women and a time of prayer so that we might better reach the city for Christ. We have been in various areas. We were just at Pastor Ricky Floyd's church, Mm -hmm. Apostle Floyd's church in Fraser, having a prayer session there, inviting women throughout the city to gather for prayer. So we've been doing that for the past really two years in preparation for this. Right. What are you Next. sensing from these meetings when you are gathering with different people? What is it well, like? my mother, who's actually sitting in here with us today, and my sister, who was visiting from Florida, were here with us last week, and they went with me last Monday. We meet the second Monday of every month in a different church. Next month, we're going to be at the Healing Center That's right. um, with Diane Young is going to be hosting us. And then the next month, we'll be at the Neighborhood Christian Center, and then in November, where we have the event. But but we pray in various parts of the city, and when we gather together, we pray for each other. We pray for She Loves Out Loud, but we pray for our city. Mm-hmm. And my sister, after experiencing such a powerful prayer time, these women know how to pray, Byron. Mm-hmm. And right. they were praying. She said, I don't want to leave. <laughs> I just want to stay here and bask in this. So. It unites our hearts together like nothing else. Yes. The Lord just gives us that one heart and one mind in Christ Jesus. It eliminates all socioeconomic barriers, all racial barriers. We just come together as sisters in Christ, daughters of the King, to lift our burdens, our desires, our dreams to the Lord and asking Him to do what only He can yes. do. Ladies listening right now that would like to maybe participate in some of these gatherings, is there a way they can know when you're going to be meeting at certain locations? Well, we have a She Loves Out Loud 901 that we hasn't do. been very active, um, but we're we're happy if they want to reach out to us through that, or okay. they can contact Bellevue Baptist Church. We have all the information. Okay. Uh, but it's the second Monday of each month. So uh, September's would be, I think that's the 12th. I just looked it up. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's the 12th. We'll be at the Healing Center. Okay. And then in October, October the 10th, we'll be at Neighborhood Christian Center on Jackson Avenue. Very well. Now, Donna, you're leading a session, Rediscovering God's Good Design. You know, we're in a world today that one's identity is being questioned. What is God's good design? Let's be reminded of that. Yes. You know, God is good, and everything that he creates is good. In fact, when he created man and woman, he said it's very good. And it takes male and female to accurately reflect God. So we want women to rejoice in how and who God has created them to be as women and to find their identity in Christ. So this is an 11-week curriculum, and the title is Real Woman, Rediscovering God's Good Design. Mm. And we're going to look at culture. Then we're going to also go back to the Word of God and say, what is God's standard? What is the good work God has created, and what has he called us to? There's basically four facets of what it means to be female we see in Genesis. Mm -hmm. So that curriculum will kind of explain that. We're actually using four different teachers. We're recording the curriculum at the end of this month, and it'll be rolled out on November the 5th. And every registrant will get a link for a free download of the curriculum. And you'll be doing a 
session. I will. With, giving an overview yeah. of Real Woman. And then, Dr. Mitchell, you'll follow Donna's session by leading prayer time for healing, peace, and salvation. Mm-hmm. How have you seen God answer these prayers in your life personally and, and through the lives of the women which you minister to? Where do you start? Share about your foster care experience. Yeah. So amazingly enough, God will allow you to live an experience so you can learn from an experience, so you can support that experience. For years, I had supported foster parents and supported uh, people who had adopted children. And the way I give them a break for the weekend, I say, I'll pray for you. But God challenged me a couple of years ago to become part of the solution and go through the training, become part of, you know, the foster care system. And since then, it has evolved into a, a ministry of mentoring the mothers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, typically you hear all the negative things about what they don't do, but really getting a chance to hear their hearts, help them build them as people, let them know that God loves them, support them in the salvation journey. Let them know that my walk is not a perfect walk. We all have made mistakes. It's just a different mistake. Yes. And how we can always point back to the salvation that God always has available to us. And then they can translate that to their children as a beacon of hope and support. Mm-hmm. There was one mom in praying for her and helping her with the situation i told her you lost one child you don't have to lose two Mm -hmm. and by getting one back you'll redeem both and you will restore your household to the point where god would have you to be well and then i told her i was proud of her Mm -hmm. and what i realized is in a lot of situations people understand that there's a you know you can have a relationship with god you can be restored but you are doing things well even if it's something smart when i told her i was proud of her Mm -hmm. she cried she said no one has ever said that to me so the little things that we can do that go beyond just praying and being there but encouraging them actually it helps to develop other people because then they begin to replicate their redemption and it becomes transparent and it becomes uh, it almost like flows like a river because it's contagious and so in one of the moms it's so funny she's brought three other moms to the house and she said well i told her, I told her you helped me get me get the plan for my life. So can you help them? So just sharing the salvation in a real way, mm. because how we learned where you you know you're in church, you get baptized, you go sit on the front row. You know we have to take that front row to them where they are in the neighborhood, in the trenches. Meet them where they are to bring them where we would have them to be. Yes. So translating salvation in a real way yes. that meets the needs of a generation that really has closed ears but needs to hear God. Oh, Doctor Mitchell, that. Is a good word. And Ellen, on this, as you proclaim, this is one of the goals of this whole event is proclaiming the grace that has been freely and abundantly given to you. Of course, we know that grace is only found in Jesus Christ. As Dr. Mitchell said, a message that needs to be heard and maybe it needs to be lived out better among believers in a sense of being real. What do you think? When we gather together, you know, for She Loves Out Loud, the women that will come from all over the world and all over Memphis and all over this country, they're going to see real prayer, real relationships. That authenticity and transparency that says, I want to know Christ, and those of those who know Christ will say, I need, I need more, and I want prayer, and I want to pray for someone. We long for relationships. We were closed up in COVID, closed up. Yeah. Um, through coming uh, through racism and things like that that are that break the heart of God, and this is a time for us to really show the grace of God yes. by loving well, mm-hmm. because she loves out loud to express it through prayer, to express it face on face through encouragement. Sister, yeah. I'm going to be here for you yeah. mm-hmm. wherever they are. Another very sensitive topic. You'll have a survivor of sexual abuse that yes. will share their story. Also, a time of prayer for healing of abuse that will follow. Do you ladies think this is 
kind of the hush-hush of the church, people who walk in the doors with this kind of pain? Yes. What I found, interestingly enough, and this is probably the converse of what most people think, the church is not necessarily comfortable with some of these issues. Or I found situations I can't really help you until I deal with it in my life, in my household, and in my family. And so making it a safe place for them to understand that the church is not a perfect place. Jesus Christ himself is perfect. Mm -hmm. We are striving for his perfection. But letting them feel safe enough to be vulnerable is something we have to be really intentional about. It's a scary place because there's some issues that are coming towards us we haven't experienced personally. Mm -hmm. But to be able to listen, to pray with them about them, and to see these survivors manifest even through like she loves out loud Mm -hmm. you know some of these areas that we're touching that are very sensitive we have survivors who want to tell their story Mm -hmm. giving them a space and place to be able to be the example to say i survived this and you can too now look at what god is doing in my life i think that's how the church bridges the gap we don't have to be the resource and know everything and have experienced everything we just have to connect in with godly people who have survived everything there are things that are uncomfortable Thankfully, we have a Savior that understands. Well, and more and more resources yes. that are becoming yes. available to the church. Life Choices provides tremendous resources. Um, one by One provides tremendous resources for single moms. And so we look at these various ministries that we already have operating in our city. They come along as a resource for the churches as well. Right. And these ministries are actually going to be on display yes. November the 5th. They will be in the hallways and the lobbies because our goal, Byron, is to call women to prayer and to service. Our keynote speaker is Jen Wilkin, the author of Women of the Word and a popular Bible study teacher. She has a message that she did at the Gospel Coalition entitled Female Bravery in God's Mission, and that's what we have asked her It is so funny that you said that, Donna, because that's what I want to end on. What is it meant by female bravery from a (laughs) biblical point of view, and how do women get on God's mission for their lives? Let's start with Ellen and just kind of jump around here. To find out how to go on mission in their lives is they are prayed over and praying with others at She Loves Out Loud. And we have these locations available in the hallway of how you can serve. People grow and they become brave. When someone has prayed over them, Christ has changed their lives, and I want to serve out, and I want to love well in my city. So I'll serve with Life Choices or One by One or Rise to Read or other key ministries that gives me bravery because other sisters are serving out with me into the world of Memphis, Tennessee, that's needy, that needs our help in women across the yes. city. And so maybe I, sometimes it's really stepping out of the box. Maybe you've been afraid to do that, right? Mm-hmm. To step out into those areas of service and ministry mm-hmm. to be brave. Dr. Mitchell. And when I think about female bravery, I think about this is an opportunity to see, again, go back to the point you are not alone. So it's always easier to be brave in a situation where you know you have support. Right. And so the resources and what will be provided and the support system that they will see because it's something to know that you're being called to do something it's another thing when you see thousands of women around you that are saying god use me and so when you realize that you are part of that audience that congregation of women that are moving forward in the callings that god has given them to change the lives of others it helps you to be brave so it eliminates a lot of the fear so when i think about female bravery and what this has the capacity to do Mm -hmm. is to support each other in a way that we reinforce each other and like today, knowing that even on my worst day, if I've tried what God has told me to do, I will not fall. And I have a sister that will help me, even if I do, get up and get back on that track that God gave me. Amen. And again, this is not a 
a, a Marvel comic book character hero in the world's eyes from the screen. You know, we have this image of what the female bravery today is, but that's not the biblical worldview, Donna. That's right. No, it isn't. And, you know, when we look from the very beginning when sin entered the world and Eve was called Eve, the mother of the living, and given the promise in Genesis 3.15 that through woman would come the seed of woman who would crush the head of the serpent, every woman from that time on, Bowron, was wondering, am I going to be that woman? Is this child the one? Mm -hmm. And when we get to the Exodus, you have two midwives who literally stand up against the most powerful man in the world to protect life. So we see women as life givers all throughout Scripture. And I don't want to steal Jen's message because it is one of the most powerful I've ever heard and so encouraging. And it really calls all of us to ask, Lord, where do you want to use me? Mm -hmm. Because in service, we find not only incredible purpose and significance and being involved with God and those things that are eternal, but incredible joy. It truly is more blessed to give than to receive. And, you know, when we think about one of our focal verses for uh, She Loves Out Loud, it's Psalm 60. The ESV says, the Lord gives the word. The women who announce the good news are a great host. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're wanting a great host of women around the world to pronounce the good news of the gospel and to join forces Mm -hmm. to see what God will do. And hopefully this will put a fire under some of us men, too. (laughs) And we'll get as equally passionate and as excited and and love out loud to our families and our world. In the name of Jesus. You know, Byron, one little aside here. When you look at Genesis in the garden before sin, there was one rule, one law, right? Don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. After sin came into the world, look at Leviticus. I think somebody told me recently there's over 600 mm-hmm. laws and rules yes. yeah. because sin brings chaos and yes. brokenness and separation. Wow. And so all these laws and rules yes. were given to protect and prosper God's people for yes. that promised one. Yes. But after Christ, guess what? We're back to one. Yes. <laughs> what did Jesus say? The greatest command is what? Love. Love the Lord yes. and love your neighbor. That wraps it all up. Yes. So we're back to one thing. He's called us to love, to love him with our entire being and to love to each love other others. like we love ourselves. I love these women. They are sisters. We have been through some stuff together. Yes, we have. <laughs> we have prayed together. We have cried together. together. We have laughed wow. together. Wow. We've traveled together. Yes. God has so enriched my life by them, and we want every woman to experience that. This has been great. Ladies, she loves out loud. And yes. November 5th is the date. Now, how can our listeners register? What do they need to do to participate? Go to shelovesoutloud.org. And if you're listening from outside of Memphis, you want to travel in, we'd love to have you register soon because I believe it's going to fill up because we have women literally coming from around the nation. Um, but if you want to host it in your home or in a church, there's a way for you to do that as well. Okay, the website one more time. Shelovesoutloud.org. We're going to have to say goodbye. Dr. Cynthia Mitchell, Ellen Olford, Donna Gaines, God bless you, my dear sisters. Thank you for what each of you are contributing to Christ's kingdom, our community, and for the global effort of making Christ known by His grace and the work of the cross and touching women's lives all over. This is so wonderful. Thanks so much for coming and being on the show. Thank you, Byron. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.